Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower and I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can find Warren Radio on USA.life, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Tumblr, Pure Social, Spreely, and Linktree. And you can listen to our shows and listen and download our shows by going to warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And you can also find Warren Radio on the following website streamers: Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, Castbox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. Do not miss these posts on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. God's overcoming grace is understood as his favor towards us. I know that our Lord, I know that the Lord is almighty here, but it is not especially a good thing if we are outside his grace and favor. Our enduring Christian hope resides within the the sphere of the provisions of God. For sure, we have no continuing city here. We are to seek one to come. The word, light, and life bring to us the testimony of John in the first chapter. The Apostle John made sure that his testimony began with the word. And don't miss... These classic Warren Radio series on warren-usa.com Antichrist Shadows of Nations This episode features one of our premier shows. Antichrist Shadows are found in the type and historical figure of Antiochus Epiphanes. We investigate the rise, work, and fall of this leader. Also, Love of the truth, deception. Dangerously deceptive end of days has many deceivers that lay in wait. The very point with, when an entire generation will depart from age-old gospel belief in what the Bible calls love of the truth. And be sure to get your book, The Rising, a Christian fiction thriller, Written by the watchman, Dana Glenn Smith. When he who opposes rises, believers overcome by faith. We introduce a former black ops sniper named Mac. He is hardcore and one of the best at what he does. His work is secretive, elusive, and necessary. But he wanted out. And you can find this book at Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, Ingram, Walmart, Google Play has the ebook, Angus and Robertson, Amazon, and many more. Be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio newsletter by going to danaglinsmith.com, where you can also visit our Christian books and resource shop, where we feature the rising and other Christian books, as well as resources from our Vision Media. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com and also follow us on Twitter find us on Instagram and join us on LinkedIn
Greetings on a snowy, quick snow bands moving through, so the news tells us. So, one to three inches. I don't think we've gotten all the snow we needed for moisture pack, but at any rate, here we are. For out of the wilderness, a voice cries out. Well, today, we're in Hebrews 11. The faith chapter. Actually, the whole Bible is the faith chapter. Hebrews 11 is just the record. Just kind of a shortened record to let you know. Hey, these people were before you, and they knew the Lord God, and they lived by faith. By the way, that's what he wants you to do. So wake up. That's what our generation needs to do. We're in Isaiah on Wednesday nights. We're doing the advocacy broadcasts on Wednesday. That's for the persecuted church. Meanwhile, we are on a Friday morning. And uh, I'm not sure what it's doing in your part of the woods, but uh, what it's been doing is hitting snow and then turning to uh, sunshine. Yep, there's a lot of flakes coming down outside. I told Tower they're coming from Washington. Seems like all the flakes come from out that way. Yes, sirree. You want to know why it's such a mess? <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's really a funny and not so funny situation. You know, the apostles in the Gospels... For instance, in Matthew 13, it records, The Lord had got gotten done telling the crowd that gathered parables. And the apostles couldn't, or the disciples at this time, couldn't understand why he spoke to them in parables. Because a lot of them didn't understand them. But the disciples did. The Lord would later give them more details. But, you know, so the Jews had trouble, even in the Roman times, of hearing and understanding. This, this is not because they were Jews. It's because they're human. Oh, but because they're Jews, they can't hear. No, because they're human. And the Jews, like the rest of the human race, has fallen. It needs redemption, born again through the Spirit of God, so they can understand. Got it? Good. So the Lord said, Therefore I speak to them in parables, because they seeing see not, and hearing they hear not, neither do they understand. And then he goes on to quote where it's found. He says, And in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which says, By hearing you shall hear and shall not understand, seeing you shall see and shall not perceive. For this people's heart is waxed gross, their ears are dull of hearing, their eyes they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and should understand with their heart and should be converted and I should heal them. Do you see the word converted? You can find that in Isaiah chapter 6, 6 through 9. We've covered that already in our Isaiah series.
in Isaiah 66, 4, it says, I will, I also will choose their delusions and bring their own fears, bring their fears upon them. Because when I called, none did answer. When I spake, they did not hear, but did that, but did evil before my eyes and chose that in which I delighted not. So we have them with eyes that they see, but they do not see. Ears that they hear, but do not hear. Because if they would really hear and really understand and really pay attention, and it has to be opened up by the Spirit of God, they would understand with their hearts. They would hear truly with their ears. They would see with their eyes and would be converted and they would be healed. So would this nation. This is not common just to the Jews. We have people today that are blind. And I can tell you, the Iranian people, they're being led by leaders that are blind. Their entire army are. And you have North Korea, you have China, you have Russia. In the end of days, we have a big move of nations that are led because they are deceived by the beast. And so here we are in America, we're not destroyed yet. But we have people up in D.C. and we have a president, none of them know what they're doing. Not really. And they don't understand. And we have a lot of people that hate Donald Trump because as president, he made more inroads into healing the economy and bringing people up than anybody else. You know, really helping the country. Of course, they don't see that. But history should record the one-ofs that he did. But see, because so many of them, including the rhinos, hated him, that's the way it is. You get hated in this country. Look at the division because people didn't get vaxxed. It was an us and them. It was back in Nazi Germany, only the target was the Jews. In America and worldwide, it was those who were unvaxxed. How dare you not be unvaxxed? Or vaxxed, rather. So what does this have to do with faith? Everything. Because you're going to be required to live by faith and in this world today, we are in turmoil. We're facing judgment. There are things that are going to be going on that you're going to need faith. You're going to need to break through the veil of unbelief and the things that surround you and get in touch with the Lord God. And trust him and believe him. This week, Faith Foundation. That's what you need. If you're going to go through tribulation, troubles like we have today, and believe me, they're not like World War II. My dad was in World War II. My grandfather as well. Faith Foundation. That's going to be your stable witness in your life. That will encourage your faith and lead you into the deeper waters of sustainable faith in the miraculous. And we begin with Noah who was warned of God. And he built a boat. <laughs> and Abraham who was called to go out to a place that he didn't even know about. But he obeyed and believed God and took off. So we're in America, and we went from an economy that was the best, jobs that were best for every racial group, every, everything you could think of. China didn't rise up.
they listen to Trump. North Korea listened to Trump. Russia listened to Trump. They didn't do anything. As soon as Biden got in there and shown how foolishness and inept he was, they're all crawling all over the woodwork now, these three nations, plus Iran. And they're all developing big nuclear weapons. They're all threatening people around them. And the ultimate threat will be America. They will go after America. Eventually. Now see, the only thing that's going to keep the city is the Lord. But if the, if, <laughs> if the city don't give a hang about the Lord, he ain't going to keep it. That's why his faith and believing God. You've got to make sure you're one of his. Verse 7 of chapter 11. By faith Noah, being warned of God, of things not yet, not seen as yet. And that's the way God does it. And throughout Isaiah, you're going to see this theme. And that's one thing the Lord says. I, the Lord God, I call the end from the beginning. Have any of your gods done that? Tell me. Let them stand up. Let them prove themselves. You worship dumb idols. You set them up in your homes. You, you put your entire economic fortune on a dumb piece of stone and an idol. And we have nations doing that. You got entire peoples that are doing that. Caught up in this devil worship. But they can't see, they can't hear, and they're convinced. And in America, we've got people that are convinced they have to destroy America in order to make it better. We have, we have kids, generations of them, that want to serve Satan. Because there's always excitement with satanic things. Blood sacrifice, sex, murder, cannibalism, just to name a few. Now, you've got to decide where you're going to plant your flag. See, Noah knew. By faith, Noah, being warned of God, of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, a reverence fear. He believed God. So he prepared an ark to save his house and his family. And as he was doing so, of course, Peter calls him a preacher of righteousness. And it took him about 120 years. That's a long time to build anything. I don't know if I could build it for 120 years. But that's how obedient he was. And all the while, the people standing around mocking him. And scripture tells us that they did not know until the floods took him away. They didn't know it was judgment. As it was raining, they didn't see judgment. When they saw Noah going into the boat, they didn't see judgment. They saw it, but they didn't see it. <clears throat> He'd been warning you for 120 years. He's finished his boat. It started raining and went in. And all of a sudden, the door shut because Noah didn't shut the door. You would have thought something would have dawned on him, but it wasn't until the water carried him away where they said, oh, my God, he was right. Help, save us, save us, Lord, help, whatever God it is. It's too late. When Christ comes again, if you haven't been born again and redeemed and been serving him, you're not going to be on the nice list. You ain't going to like it. See, today, there's no reason for people... To die and go to hell because of Christ's atonement on the cross. There's just no reason for it. But John tells us, chapter 3, not only did God so love the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him would not perish. Not only, you know, 
God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. But, guess what? When you read the context, the following verses, the Lord himself says in there that they're not going to come to the light because they love darkness more. He talks about being condemned. Where do you think America is in all this and many of the nations? They're not on the nice list. And there's nations that are plotting war and destruction of America right now. And we've got our borders wide open. Because the people that are in power today, number one, cheated to get there, and they did. I don't care what you say. They did. And I knew about Biden a long time before it ever happened. Not because of the news, because of the Lord God who revealed things to me. He told me what was coming. No, I didn't like what was coming. But it was coming. Do you think Jeremiah liked warning people for all that time? And telling them, hey, preach to us the smooth things. Get away from us. Go in your own country and preach. Stay away from us. Now today, if you were a preacher... If you preach sermons like that, they'd call you a failure. Well, man, Jeremiah's had a church over there in the corner for 30 years and nobody wants to listen to him. But old Pastor Tom over there has got that great, big, beautiful church. Everybody wants it. His sermons are so nice. Yeah, welcome to America. Welcome to the Laodicean church, rich and in need of nothing. Faith. This chapter isn't here just to make you feel good and say, oh, yeah, wow, man, look at that. No. These are supposed to teach you a lesson. Noah was warned of things that you hadn't even seen yet. I was warned of stuff. I hadn't seen them yet. Didn't know nothing about Biden. Hebrews 11.8, by faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed and went out not knowing whither he went. God says, you go that way. And that's where he went. And Abraham believed God and it was imputed unto him for righteousness sake. That's the way it works. As Christians, as believers, being born again, no reason to go to hell, even as a Christian, if you sin. He is faithful and just to forgive you of that sin. But remember what it says in connection with that verse. 1 John chapter 1. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, will cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And then he talks about the sin after that. And God is faithful and just to forgive us. It's in the context of walking in him. If you're just going to go out and say, well, I'm a Christian, and you just sin to beat the band every day and all the time, you haven't been born again. I'm sorry. There's a change. Now, there is that progression in there that God allows. But remember, the goal is to walk in the light as he is in the light. There's a lot of people today that are fooling people. This is not going to be the roundup of happy day. You know, peaceful times when the judgment of the Lord hits. But you notice the first two verse, Noah was warned of God of things not seen. Abraham went out to a place not knowing where he was going. Where are you going? Well, I thought I'd drive over to Lander or Dubois or Deadwood or Chicago. <laughs> He didn't say that. He wouldn't have said that anyway. He would add another another one, but you get the idea. 
Abraham, where are you going? Why aren't you staying here? God told me to leave. Oh, God told you to leave. That sounds like today. Why'd you do that? God told me to do it. He told me to shoot him, so I did. Why'd you do that? Well, God told me to run him over. God gets blamed for everything. <laughs> but when you're a believer, when you're chosen, when God says to you, I want you to pack up your family and I want you to leave. Where am I going? You go that way. <laughs> He'd never been that way. He don't know what was over there. So he went. And so verse 9 says, you by faith. He heard a voice. He knows the Lord. The Lord said, you go over there. That's where he went. And he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs of him of the same promise. Now you notice, you have Abraham, you have Isaac, and you have Jacob. Esau isn't mentioned. Because these have to do with the promise. Ishmael isn't mentioned. This has to do with the promise. In the land of promise, it flowed through those whom God has chosen for the promise to flow through. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Not through Ishmael. Ishmael needs to repent like the rest of us. It didn't flow through my line either. Except through the faith of my grandmother, the faith of my dad, and my mom. Because I was in a church. I was in Sunday school. On Sundays. In the Methodist church. <laughs> they saw to it that I heard the Bible stories. I went to teen MYF camp. It was great. Met a girlfriend over there. Had a lot of fun. I wasn't really converted at that time. I believed. I believed, yeah. But I hadn't become changed like I needed to be. But you see, it had to do with and the way God works. He sees things that haven't happened yet. He calls the end from the beginning. So when he's speaking to you and he gives you a message, he's not going to tell you, well, you know, the corner gas station that you just drove by. He's going to tell you things you know not. Tell you things that are coming. Things that are in the future. He might reveal unto you why things are happening. But the thing I like about this with Abraham, not only is faith mentioned here, but he does have Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, where we saw this promise flowing through to the children of Israel. But further than that, what does it say about Abraham? He looked for a city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Now, I've always felt that. I've always felt that I was a sojourner in this nation, in this world. And that happened, of course, after God called me, saved me. Out in the middle of a desert. That's where I was. I later wrote a track. I met God in the desert. 
and I sent it to some contacts in India that I knew through our ministry that had contacted me as a result of our radio programs. We were doing shortwave at the time. But you see, faith involves things you don't see, things that haven't happened yet. And so America is still here. We can, rep- you know, we can repent. We can change this thing around if people will listen. But see, they're caught up with the same thing as Israel. Seeing they see not. Hearing they hear not. They don't understand. They're going down a path of destruction. And it's going to destroy this country. And eventually the nations are going to be so irritated with America, there's going to be a couple of them that are going to attack. Could even be more than a couple. But the main ones will be Russia and China. And you can bank that America one day will cease to exist. Now, for all intents and purposes in the practical realm, America has changed. It's not the America that I was raised with. But you see, I've been carrying on this ever since God showed me. And for a long time, it takes you a while for things to work. But see, in this nation, they won't listen unless they get touched by the Spirit of God, the Word of God, and are redeemed. Now, there's people in this country that hate Christian faith and this redemption. And they don't see America like that. They don't even see America as far as our patriot forefathers were who had, who openly said that we have to decency, respect Christianity. faith but today there's a lot of reasons why we're like that but we're not destroyed so you need to pray there's a lot of principles here at work and I've talked about just about all of them over the course of time Verse 9, by faith he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country. Dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs of him of the same promise. See, they're heirs. Simply because they were connected to Abraham. They were his children. And there is a reason for that. God knew that Abraham would raise his children right. Now Jacob did have a few issues. But he got straightened out. But you see, Abraham was justified by faith. Now, see, yeah, he had to be obedient, but he had faith. See, because he looked for a city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. That city didn't exist on earth. The builder and maker in the city is the heavenly Zion where the Lord resides. But he went out looking for a city. He literally believed that God was showing him and he went there because he he knew. He believed God. And see, when you get back to Abraham and Sarah both, 
You know, verse 11 covers this part. Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. She was well stricken in age. And she wouldn't have been able to, but she did get strength. She did conceive. And that was Isaac. Verse 12 of Hebrews, Therefore spring there even of one and him as good as dead. So many as the stars of the sky and the sand by which is by the seashore innumerable. These all died in faith, not having received the promise, the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, embraced them, and confessed they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Now you see the New Testament carries this this theme. You see we can't be so earthly good or earthly minded that we're no heavenly good. <laughs> that we're not even close. We've always tried to keep Christianity practical. And that's okay. But Christianity is not always practical. Because if you follow Christians around the world, they're getting killed, thrown in prison, and persecuted for this faith. That's not practical. In America today, even during Biden's reign, we've had some of those leftists up there saying we need to go after the patriots, the Christians, and conservatives. See, because we were the ones... We were the ones that were the target. In India, when they have trouble, it's the Christians. And they'll even lie about them in order to get them persecuted or killed. The Muslims are the same way. China don't even bother with it. They just throw their butts in jail and North Korea just shoots them. Or puts them in prison and you're going to die in there. I mean, the people came to America in the beginning because they were being persecuted by the English church in the UK. At one time, and uh, I have a, a very big set of the pulpit commentary, which was first authored, put together a long, long time ago. Well, there was a time in the centuries of men where Christian commentators thought England was Mystery Babylon because it was so big. Their empire stretched from one end of earth to another. And then, of course, we have those who believe that America was Mystery Babylon. But see, if you look at Babylon itself, it was a city-state. It wasn't like other nations. It was a city that got real big and powerful and began to rule and conquer areas. But it was a city-state. But eventually it got destroyed by the Persians. And of course, every successive empire, I mean, there's a lot of great empires. Egypt, Persia, the Assyrians, the Babylonians, they all fell. Yeah, people stayed around in the areas, but the power structures, the war machines, Greece, you know, Alexander the Great, Mongolia, the Mongols, China. You had the Cossacks, you had the Germanic tribes. 
Now, so if you look across the globe, you're going to see a lot of people that have warrior blood in them. And so we could say, well, maybe that's the reason they all want to blow everything up. But see, in the midst of all this, there's pressures. So Abraham faced it, Noah faced it, they all faced it. And you have to understand that God is in charge. And I'm sure many of you do. But there's things that's going to take your eye off the prize. That's going to get attention. The devil throws tools in the monkey works here. An expression for trying to screw up things in, in your life. Trying to do something to irritate you. To bring you down. Because he doesn't want you in faith. He doesn't want you to go out and be faithful and look for a place that you don't even know where it's at. You're just following what God told you to do. But you see, in one case, Jonah. Jonah knew where he was going. He didn't want to go. He was sent to Nineveh, and he wasn't going to go there. Nineveh repented. But a generation later, they were destroyed because the kids forgot that they needed to repent. They went back to their old ways. But see, you and I are pilgrims and strangers on this earth. Because God has another kingdom. You know, we're looking for that city that has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. And we even know what's written on the foundations because it's mentioned in Scripture. We have a description of it thanks to John's vision. So God has opened up in the apocalypse or apocalypsis or the revelation. The apostles have given us a look into what's coming and what we can look forward to. Now's not the time to fall away from God. Now's not the time not to have faith. Now's the time to reinforce that faith. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But see, we're not dead yet. America is not destroyed yet. There are Christians here, lots of them. And I can tell you that every day, Christians around the world are overcoming. And yes, there's those who are dying for their faith. And you die in the faith, you're an overcomer. Revelation 12:11, They overcame, past tense, by the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony, and they loved their lives not unto the death. Most of these who died in the faith didn't have time to think about that. They were just killed for their faith. And like in Africa and other places, Christian families go out into the field to work. That's how they keep their crops going and make a living. And this is where Boko Haram, Al-Shabaab, Al-Qaeda, ISIS, and other radical Islamic groups find these poor people. They're not carrying guns into the field. They're carrying things to work the crops. So they catch them on a road on the way to their little field. And they kill them. Boko Haram is responsible for thousands and thousands of deaths of Christians. And it goes on. But yet at the same token... We've seen the miraculous, Old Testament miracles, New Testament miracle-like, amazing thing to see these kind of things go on. 
And when you cover our part in Isaiah about the Assyrians coming through the land and stopping at the doors to Jerusalem, that's a magnificent story. Because all the way up to those gates of Jerusalem, the Assyrians believed they had God's lead because they knew what Isaiah had said. He had mentioned the Assyrians. They went up to those gates and they were going to destroy Jerusalem just like the previous king of the Assyrians had destroyed the northern tribes and taken that tribe captive. But in this case, God came to the aid of Jerusalem and delivered them. Hezekiah was the king. And so, we're here in America, we're vulnerable, we've got the enemy, and we've got others streaming across the border because they think they're coming to a free nation, but right now we're in trouble. We've got the highest murder rates that we've ever had in some of these big cities. The inflation rate, it hasn't been this high for 40 years. Joe Biden personally and his people are responsible for the death of innocent people in Afghanistan because of his stupid withdrawal. These people in Washington don't think on an international scale. They're thinking of one thing. They have an agenda to put forth, and that is socialists. Socialism. That's all they care about. But there are others in Congress that aren't socialists. Thank God. But you see, this is the this is the vibrant thing we see here. This is the thing that distracts. The thing you have to understand is judgment is going to come at some point to this nation. It may be when you're alive, when your kids are alive, or their kids are alive, but it's coming. And I was told when I began to see the signs that God had showed me that I would know that these things were true. But the thing of it is, the idea here for me is to convince you to seek the Lord. To be close to Him. That is where we're at. And there's people that will say, well, this is ridiculous. Fine. Because people don't hear what they should. They hear what they want. And you can listen to stuff, and the only reason you're listening is to find fault and to form a rebuttal. This happens all the time on social media. Social media, for all intents and purposes, is not social. It's divisionary. Social media is one of the worst things that's ever happened to this world, along with the Internet. One of the worst things. But at the same token... It is a good thing because we can carve out a place for the gospel and for Jesus Christ, Yahshua, to the glory of the Father on this technology and it will go around the world. But this technology is amoral. It doesn't care what you believe. So on it, you're going to find perverted views, corrupted views, and many other things, especially things that tantalize young minds and will lead them into deception. And we have a, several generations of those young people who have grown up and formed opinions of Marxism, socialism, and other things. They have no problem, these young girls in abortion and killing that life, not understanding 
that while the body is theirs, the baby belongs to God. And when you shed that innocent blood of that baby, that is blood guilt. And I've taught this openly. And I have had enemies from the Jewish side. I've had enemies from other sides. And I don't care. I challenge every Jew on the face of this earth and every Gentile. And it'll be on the day of judgment. You just watch. Because blood guilt will be paid for. You get into the tribulation, you'll find blood guilt. You get into the Gospels, you'll find blood guilt. You get in the beginning of the book, you'll find blood guilt. I know, I've researched it, I've taught it, and it's there. And you're a fool if you deny this. For the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. And that's what you're saying. So these all died in faith, not having received the promise, but having the seen, seen them afar off and were persuaded of them, embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had the opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country that is a heavenly Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared for them a city. And that's the city we're looking for. Where God is in the midst of us. Today we believe in a Savior we do not see. We believe in God the Father that we do not see. But we experience the Spirit of God. His spirit will bear witness with our spirit that we are the child of God. God reveals himself to his people. And this spirit is absolutely supernatural, eternal, and perfect, and holy. And it can convince and make its presence known in the life dedicated to to the Lord. Now as we move ahead, we have a little change of tone. Because we've been talking about a better country, a heavenly country, a city of God. In verse 17, by faith Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac, and he that had received the promise offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said that in Isaac thy seed shall be called. Now see, everything that Abraham was told rested in the seed, Isaac. Everything. The new city, the blessing of God, everything tied up to that kid. Because that's where the blessing went through. He was the chosen one, God said. And so now God says, I want you to offer me Isaac. Because that thing which God gave him cannot be an idol. You have to be willing to give it up. There are things you have to give up. And in this case, Abraham obeyed because he believed that God could raise Isaac from the dead. The next verse, accounting that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from whence also he received him in a figure. But he obeyed. 
you start offering up your kids in sacrifice today, the only way you're going to get away from it is if you're doing abortion, truly. But you start going around shooting your children or sacrificing because God told you so, they'll lock you up in an insane asylum. But see, this was before all the modern nonsense. Before everybody that had their earthly knowledge now think they know everything. They believe they can do anything. Create a COVID vaccine that kills people and call it good. There's a lot of money that's corrupting D.C. There's a lot of money corrupting your politicians. There's a lot of money corrupting the CDC and the World Health Organization and others. There's a lot of money corrupting technology, Facebook, Google, all of them. It's about money and power. I know. I was there at the beginning when all of this stuff began, practically. Money is the root of all evil, and we've got a lot of it here. But there is one promise. There's something that's perfect. There's something that's pure. There's, there is someone that wants to redeem you and save you and bring you, but he wants you to walk by faith because you're going to need it. And so that's really, when we look at things in the world, we have to understand that in the flesh, as you're living today, you may not like the way things are. You may not enjoy it. It may have trouble and tribulation. But you see, we're required to have faith. We're required to believe. And that's important. For God, that is everything. For he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. That's faith. You have to believe that he is, he exists, and that he will reward you as you diligently seek him. That's why we pray to him. That's why we seek his face so he can... Bless us and help us to get through this world because he knows what this world is like. It's fallen. Father, we thank you for this word today. Bless this word to the hearts of those who hear it whenever they do. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, and the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, streaming, and receiving of this word. Now I pray that you'll have a good weekend and a good week ahead. I pray that the Lord God will bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and give you peace. May his blessing and may his word enlighten your path. And may you walk in that place where you know the Lord God and his son, Yahshua, Jesus Christ. Look to him, my friends. Do not fear, but have faith. Open up the door to tomorrow with faith believing. Don't open that door with fear. Fear will kill you, will destroy you. Fear is of the devil and your human nature. Till next time, shalom everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.